Hello and welcome to Awaiting Prompt, the AI podcast, hosted by me, Maxon Jones. And me, Nick Short. Each week we give an AI a series of story prompts. These could be genres, characters, plot points, and see what kind of story it comes up with. We're not writers and we're certainly not authors. We may need to give the AI a bit of direction along the way, but every single word is going to be entirely generated by an AI. We're just really interested in the technology, seeing what it can do, and having a laugh at the stuff that it can't. So if that sounds good, then tune in every Friday to a waiting prompt. Hello and welcome to episode seven of A Waiting Prompt. This week we have two winter-themed stories for you to enjoy. This week we're trying out a slightly different way of generating our stories. So previously, Nick and I would come up with our prompts before recording, and then during recording, we would task the AI to write the story. But this week we got the AI to generate the first part of our stories before we hit record to make sure it was taking the story in the direction that we wanted it to go. With that out of the way, Nick, your story's up first. It was a weekend in winter in the small town of Chesterton, Massachusetts, and the 16-year-old Jenny had just been issued a daunting task. Her grandmother requested that she travel back in time to prevent an accident (laughs) from happening, using nothing more than her wits and determination. This old bat is desperately trying to get anything. (laughs) It's like, all right, you're going to travel back in time. How do I do that? You just try Wits and really, something. really hard. <laughs> you can do anything With a hope if you put your prayer. mind to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can I go back in time? Yeah, if you try enough. As Jenny looked out at the winter weather outside the window with snow gently falling, she was filled with fear, but also excitement for what lay ahead. Jenny grabbed her coat and stepped into the cold winter air as she made her way to McRaiser's Workshop, a place straight out of fairy tales that housed curiosities of all kinds. Legend has it that within modest walls were secret inventions capable of ceasing time itself and allowing visitors to take journeys through space and beyond, trips no regular person would dare imagine. So Jenny's grandma essentially went, use your wits and determination. And Jenny went, there's a shop for that. <laughs> Jenny soon found herself standing before the entrance of Razor's workshop and thought to herself, am I really ready for this journey? She admired the intricate carvings on its heavy wooden door and tried to steady her trembling hands. After taking a deep breath, she grasped the cool metal doorknob and opened it with a creak. Inside was a space like nothing Jenny had ever seen. Shelves full of strange artefacts reached up high onto the vaulted ceilings, while odd sculptures strutted around in their own corners. However, right in front of her was what she had come for. A large snow globe atop an ancient stand made from corkscrew mahogany. It was buzzing gently, beckoning everyone within reach, as if waiting patiently just for Jenny that day. This is it, she thought, reaching forward slowly to place both hands upon its silver surface. And it stops there. With... Ooh, that's a proper cliffhanger, that is. That is a proper cliffhanger. Although, A, she instantly knew there was a shop for this, and B, she instantly knew that essentially a snow globe was what would do the job. 
Yes. Is there a particular scene within the snow globe and that's where she's going to travel in time? Ooh, I don't know. That'd be really nifty, though. Right. I I gave this a very um, vague prompt. And I'm quite... I think I might just keep it like we did with the last episode. We'll just keep it very vague and just get you it You gave to... that a vague, vague prompt to start with? That was a very vague prompt. Oh. I've also got a slightly longer length and it seems to have... I seem to have managed to get it to write longer. So currently... The maximum length is up to 693, and that's just because that's what the slider put it on. But also, my prompt, one thing I will give away, is I got it to write a novel, right, the start of a novel rather than a short story. And that, not only did it make it slightly longer, it also added dialogue, which we never previously had any dialogue unless we told it to write a script, or added with add dialogue. So this one is just write a novel and then my vague prompt. Because I was going to say, your prompt, like it's really descriptive. It's so much more mm. narrative than the short stories, which are always like, there was a village and then this happened and then the people gathered together. Jenny looked inside the snow globe, but instead of seeing glistening white winter scenery, she saw fields and roads that didn't seem to belong in her time. All around herself seemed to be frozen not in time like the snow scenes usually depict, but by some unknown force of magic. She was suddenly startled as a voice rang out from behind her. It looks like you've made your choice, it said with a hint of amusement. Jenny spun around to see an old man standing in front of the desk near the far wall who was wearing an odd-looking vest with strange symbols on it. Alchemy symbols, she quickly realised. The old man introduced himself as McGrazer and gestured towards the snow globe, saying, You have chosen well, my dear. This device will allow you to travel back into time before the accident which needs preventing occurs? <laughs> he then proceeded to explain how if Jenny could make it back within five hours before whatever unfortunate event took place, she might just be able to alter its course. With trembling hands, Jenny accepted her task and appointed departure date and watched with anticipation as McRazor carefully adjusted several dials on his peculiar vest. <laughs> McRazor carefully adjusted several dials on his peculiar vest until finally exhaling deeply, he said, There we go, you're all set. Still shaking from what lay ahead, Jenny stepped up onto windswept platform directly below where giant second hand hovered perched above them both, ready for action what? at last. I think the AI is slightly shitting the bed here. <laughs> With only seconds left before takeoff, McRazor gave one final instruction. Be brave, my child. Now close your eyes and keep them closed until I tell you otherwise. Then, without warning or sound, he flipped small switch near his chest, watching smilingly <laughs> as entire room began shake softly like impending storm about arrive. What? It, I think it's struggling now. <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious. It's brilliant. <laughs> I just love how it's like, you must travel back in time to prevent the thing which may occur. <laughs> You just sat does, there for ten does minutes. Do you know what she's trying to prevent? 
With a deafening rumble, the snow globe began to amplify as long forgotten winds whipped through the room. Jenny felt an enormous sensation of power coursing through her veins, and no matter how hard she tried, her eyelids refused to part, even if only for a second. Then in one sudden motion, it stopped, and everything became still again. With a few final clicks from McRazor's vest, she said, you can open your eyes now. As Jenny opened them slowly, she realized that she had arrived at her destination moments before the accident was due to take place. <laughs> it's not going to tell you what the accident is. It's never going to tell us what the accident is. It's like the victim from our murder mystery. Yeah. <laughs> the scenery outside of the snow globe was familiar, yet different enough where one could tell they weren't in their own time anymore. She turned back around and found McRazor already starting his contraption up at once more, saying, Now go quickly, my dear, and see what you can do. He smiled warmly before giving out one last instruction. Remember your gift is never complete without according yourself with great mercy. What does that what mean? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jenny took hold of both sides of McRazor's magical device, smiling confidently. In spite of all fear, for first time since arriving there, she finally knew exactly why she came here today. <laughs> what? Right, so she finally knew exactly why she came here today. To save someone. Or something. <laughs> from tragedy. She stepped forward into brisk winter air, not knowing exactly what would happen next, but trusting herself completely nevertheless, deep down feeling like life itself just might depend on it this time. Jenny argued with the keepers of time and made appeals to change the future, desperately trying to save the person, open brackets, or thing, close brackets, <laughs> in danger. She was growing tired, but her spirit persisted and eventually something shifted. The scene began to alter itself before her eyes until finally it seemed as if everything was right again. Exhausted yet triumphant, Jenny stepped onto McRazor's platform just moments later, back in the present day. As she turned around, McRazor smiled knowingly at her, saying, I told you. Be brave, my dear. He then handed her a simple necklace with a snowflake charm on it, telling Jenny that this would be a little something for all she had done this evening, before bidding farewell and leaving her standing there alone amidst clockwork wonders. For many days and nights afterwards, Jenny thought about what had happened, still unsure if anything she did actually fixed what needed changing. <laughs> But one thing remained certain, no matter how much time passed, or how far away tomorrow may seem, sometimes our most important journey is simply revisiting ourselves, for within us lies strength enough to shape our own winter wonderland. The air was cold and crisp as Jenny made her way home, snowflakes gently dancing around her face. She felt invigorated and stronger now than ever before, not only because of what she had faced, or where she had been, or what she had done, but because of what she discovered, the power of bravery. 
When Jenny got home that night, feeling exhausted but accomplished, she looked out of her bedroom window at the town below quite differently, realising how many stories will lie beyond its sleepy streets, each involving time travel in one way or another. (laughs) Yet no matter where you go, you'll find yourself living between worlds from yesterday and today through love lost and found. And although Grandma never knew exactly whether Jenny altered the course of history that day, it didn't matter. (laughs) What? You failed, my dear, but it didn't matter. (laughs) Jenny comes home and she's like, Grandma, Grandma, look at what I did. And she's like, I don't care. (laughs) Oh, God. Because more important than any accident was the lesson learned. If we just muster enough courage inside ourselves to hold on to our dreams, then anything is possible. The end. Honestly, we could pivot this podcast into being like some kind of self-help thing. (laughs) The amount of (laughs) stories and like take-home messages that the AI gives us is truly inspirational. Right, this story needs a title. Ooh, I like this. Yeah. Catching a miracle in a snowstorm. Ooh. That's quite nice. Sounds very festive. I quite like that. Right. That is my winter's tale. I am very ready for yours. Here we go. So I've I've put it through the AI again. I changed story to novel. And it's definitely it's definitely better. Okay. Are you ready? I am, and I'm sitting comfortably. Good, that was gonna be my second question. It was a peaceful and quiet night in Daisenville, a remote village tucked away in the mountains. The snow was coming down fast, blanketing the streets and buildings of the small town with a thick layer of white. As morning came, the sun began to shine on the village, turning it into a winter wonderland. But then, the villagers noticed something strange. Everywhere they looked, there were snowmen, perfectly crafted snow sculptures standing in their respective places all around town. Even stranger still, each of them was carefully sculpted with facial features that made them look terrifyingly human-like. The village had never seen anything like it before, and so full of curiosity and fear, everyone ventured out to take a look (laughs) into the (laughs) unsettled. I'm going to be honest, if I saw a snowman with a human face on it, I would run for the hills. I'm really curious about this, and terrified. So let's go have a look. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is like every horror movie ever, where they're like, hmm, look at this spooky house. Rather than leaving it alone, let's visit it. Like, yeah, let's look inside. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everyone ventured out to take a look at the unsettling snowman. Then came a rumour that one young boy who had ventured outside at night to take a closer look at one of the particular snowmen had gone missing. (gasps) The villagers knew better than to venture out into Daisenville after dark by now, especially near any of those mysterious snowmen, as no one wanted to end up like that poor boy. However, despite their fear, as winter progressed, something even more frightening started happening. Every morning when people woke up, more snowmen appeared within eyesight of their houses. Oh my God. Not only that, but each day they seemed creepier and creepier. It almost seemed as their facial expressions were changing. (gasps) The terrorized villagers began to barricade themselves indoors during days and nights, 
but when they peered through their windows, they caught glimpses of what seemed like the impossible. Some mornings, they would witness those ominous figures ambling unfalteringly closer towards them, until one night when those silent visitors finally got inside. Oh my god! <laughs> That's pretty spooky! That's awful! It's the fact of like, it's not that they see it moving, it's like every morning it's slightly closer to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is horrifying. My, inspira- my inspiration was the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. I was like, <laughs> what if they were snowmen? That was my thinking. Oh my god, that's so cool. I had a very specific prompt to queue up the story, but I'm keeping it vague for the follow-on prompts. The villagers awoke to a newfound terror the morning after the snowmen began entering their homes. As each villager crept out of bed, they were met with an eerie silence, one so thick it was as if an invisible force was holding them in place. Each house was empty, yet no trace of life remained. It was as if something inexplicable had happened within the night, something much more sinister than anyone could have imagined. When the villagers eventually mustered up their courage to look outside, they screamed at what greeted them. The snowmen littered all around Daisyville like silent sentinels, observing their surroundings in place of what had once been bustling streets and cheery inhabitants. No one dared step beyond the doors of their houses ever again, so all that remained were hushed whispers, each speculation more unnerving than the last. Did these snowmen come to take something away, or did they come for something bigger? The questions lingered in Daisenville, leaving the villagers perplexed and on edge as to what might happen next. Everyone knew there was something sinister lurking nearby, but no one knew how, or even when, it would be revealed. Oh. It kind of glossed over the fact they entered the house, but that's spooky as hell, right? <laughs> it's also like they entered the house, and then the spooky thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> I like the image of a village that looks like it's uninhabited because there's no one out and about, but really everyone's just inside their houses, terrified of the snowmen that are just like still outside. Like imagine if you came to this town, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. It's just like a ghost town. You'd have to walk past all of the snowmen and then the first time you look out through like someone's window, you'll see they're inside, terrified. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be a, yeah. A traveler arrives in the town. Oh my god, that'd be awful. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, a traveler arrives at the town, unaware of the snowman. Continue writing the novel. The traveler's arrival in Daisenville brought with it a newfound sense of hope for the villagers. With someone from the outside world taking an interest in their plight. Maybe something could be done to finally rid the snowmen from the village and restore Daisyville to its former peace and quiet. Arguably, it is very peaceful and very quiet, just mm. because they're, it's, they're under siege. Because you're in um, fear. <laughs> <laughs> the Traveller, a dauntless explorer, ventured forth into Daisyville, seemingly heedless of the snowmen scattered all over the town. Much to the surprise of those who'd long since secluded themselves inside their homes, the brave wanderer ventured near one of the particular snowmen, eerily similar to the one that had been seen near where the young boy went missing. Soon enough, an even stranger occurrence began to happen as the days passed, 
Whenever that traveller stopped by one of those otherwise still figures, its gaze shifted to regard them with what could only be described as a knowing stare. It almost seemed like these inanimate figures were somehow conveying silent messages, beckoning the adventurer to delve deeper into Days of Bill's mysteries. The villagers discussed furiously amongst themselves, yet came up with no answer which could explain why these snowmen acted so particular around him. No solutions which could offer up solace or safety. Was he unknowingly walking straight into danger? Or perhaps he was meant to find what had been hidden within this otherwise peaceful village. What secrets were these snowmen keeping locked away? Oh, <laughs> this is terrifying. It definitely feels like a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> mm. I'm just going to say conclude the novel. I'm not going to give it a prompt. Well, I, I am, but I'm not going to give it any story. <laughs> Staring up at one of the eerie snowmen, the adventurer's hand slowly reached out in order to touch its cold and icy body. But just as his fingertips were about to graze its surface, a menacing laugh suddenly <laughs> echoed all around them, and the snowmen came alive. Suddenly, it was an all-too-real creature made of ice, snow, and darkness. Horrified, the travelers screamed out with no response from anyone, save for an even deeper chuckle from somewhere out of the icy depths of Daisenville. The villain's voice seemed strangely familiar, but with no time to waste deciphering riddles, the traveler began to run for dear life. With every step he took though, two more appeared in his path, each equipped with a strange and mysterious mission written only within their icy eyes. <laughs> and that was when he finally realised. This was a game. A game which had been created by someone out of monstrous curiosity. Someone unknown who had tried to puzzle over Dazenville's darker secrets, yet failed due to unforeseen outcome. A hero emerging from the shadows. The adventurer ran through frozen fields, twisted pathways, until finally reaching safety. Yet he could never be sure if he really escaped or if it just simply let him go. As he drew away from the depths of mountainside wilderness, however, one thing remained undeniably clear than all else. No one would ever again overlook what lies dormant beneath Dazenville's blanket of white snow. So the, the villagers are just fucked. They're yeah. still trapped inside their homes. The adventurer just went, bye! Pretty much, yeah. That is a horrifying line, though, of I don't know if I escaped or if I was allowed to leave. Oh, yeah. I, I like the very last line. No one ever overlooked mm. what lies dormant beneath days of blanket of white snow. Because it's such like a contrast between yeah. oh, a place that looks you know, beautiful, but it's hiding something. Like, this, the snow is hiding something sinister. It's horrifying. It's brilliant. Write a scary title. The Terror of the Snowmen. That is a very Doctor Who title. That's very true, yes. Okay, I've got to give it one more prompt to write a good title. I gave it the prompt, write a Stephen King-inspired title for this novel, and it came up with The Deadly Menace of the Snow Dwellers. Oh, I like that. It was a very spooky winter. <laughs> yes, it was a very spooky winter. I think I feel like we both just naturally gravitate to horror and sci-fi when we give ourselves these open themes. Especially when it's so vague. 
because like so i was messing around with the settings quite a bit so my temperature is up to one like normal then the maximum length was about triple what it normally is it was 693 which is just because that's what the slider i wanted i just moved it with the slider then the frequency penalty and presence penalty were at one. Oh, that's probably why it was making making a those mistakes. mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But then also, so my prompt was just write the start of a novel about time travel and winter, and it came up with everything else. That's really impressive. So my prompt was write an unsettling horror story set in a remote village that one night gets heavy snowfall and snowmen appear all around the village the next day. There are rumours of a young boy that went missing as he walked past one of the snowmen at night. They looked like innocent snowmen, but every morning the snowmen crept closer and closer to people's houses and their facial expressions changed to look sinister. One night they get in, end on a cliffhanger. Mine was really like, this is what I want mm. to happen. <laughs> right I place. want this and you better do it. <laughs> But that yeah. was really cool, that, and it was definitely unsettling. Yes. No, I think that was a good one. That's everything for this episode of Awaiting Prompt. If you enjoyed it, then please leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date with all future episodes.